Hello and welcome to the 12th episode of the Jedi Eternal. I'm one of your hosts, Andrew Bowen, alongside the Animal Crossing enthusiast, <laughs> Braxton Taylor. Yes, Animal Crossing. My, I don't let you know that my passport ID is Aggressive Grandma. So, and mine's to... mine's Foul Grandpa. So <laughs> we were on the same. We didn't even plan that. We <laughs> were just talking about that. Worked out perfectly. Oh my! Oh, gosh. Well, I'm excited to be here. Yes. Um, yes, I, it's uh, been a, another crazy week but yeah um, very eventful week for both of us here but uh i'm sure it is for everybody i think so, so. right <laughs> um so we've been trying to um ease our minds and pass the time with a little animal crossing on the side yeah. i hope you guys have been too but <laughs> and for those of you who know i hate the bunny and i hate the eggs and i'm excited for this to be over with so <laughs> i'm with you on that but anyways let's go ahead and jump straight into the news today we actually have a little bit of news for you finally um, and it's not anything super big, but it's kind of more just a confirmation of, of what we already know. And that is, uh, we know that basically Disney has had to postpone a lot of movies. Um, they've pushed a lot of dates back. Some movies have been pushed back to 2021 that were going to be released this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but despite all of this, what we have learned, um, in their newly updated release schedule is that the Star Wars movie which still has no title or anything, is still planned for December 16th, 2022. Yeah, that's so very interesting. So despite everything, it still seems to be on schedule to be released then. What do you think about that? Well, I think that if that's the case, then I think that's going to be really good. Um, I mean, and obviously this is news, so this is, you know, this is true right now. But I'm just saying with all the delays and everything that we've gotten thus far i think it's very probable that we're probably gonna see some more although i hate to say that um because with just everything that's going on in the world as as of right now um right. i think that it's it, it's somewhat probable that we're gonna be getting a, maybe a few more delays but i'm hoping that it sticks with the 2022 schedule because for me that's gonna be that's gonna be great i mean because we have some stuff coming before that but you know a two-year hiatus for them to really get their act together <laughs> and, and really yeah. work on a good story and release it and just like you know build up because i remember when episode seven came out you know the hype was so real i mean like man i remember when we went and watched it it was just like it was electric like we went to the imax and just people were lying out the door we, we even we came in costume <laughs> we, we had jedi robes on <laughs> and lightsabers we did that was uh, that was like we've never done that before so just to show you like that that's how how high it was, a, it was a huge deal it was yeah. a big deal so my point is is that i'm not necessarily thinking that it's probably gonna have that much hype but at the same time i'm, I'm excited to give the highest people get their expectations built up a little bit yeah. let them take their time to make a good movie and then when it finally releases two years from now we're going to have a, just a lot of excitement, a good movie come into it, and it's going to be good. Because like I'd rather wait a little bit and get a good movie and be excited for it than have something pushed out like next year or, or even this year and it be mediocre and not be excited for it, you know? Right. And depending on how events go, of course, like you said, like this could end up, this could end up not being a possible release date. Mm-hmm. Of course, we hope that it is. Um, <laughs> right. I really want this to be when it comes out because if it's pushed back to like December 2023, it's going to be a really big bummer. Oh, yeah. But what I feel, the reason I feel like they wouldn't do that is because that's when their Avatar movie is supposed to, or Avatar 3, right? Because uh, yes. Avatar 2 is supposed to come out next year, next yeah. December, I think. Yeah. And so um, they're going to want that. They're they're not gonna want to have Star Wars and Avatar in the same year, right? So either 
we get it in 2022 or they might have to push it to 2024. <laughs> now, and that, that unacceptable. And that would be very bad. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's um, that's where we're at right now. Of course, if we hear more, we'll let you guys know on that. But um, yeah. if you want to go ahead and lead us into the well, next thing there. It's kind of on the same yeah. thread there. But when like I said, Disney released their official release schedule, it was confirmed once more that the, like I said, the movie was releasing in 2022. Um, but it did confirm again that uh, with their current schedule and everything, that the Cassian Andor series will be releasing in 2021. And then now, with all of the craziness that's been going around the Kenobi series and changing writers and all this this insanity, um, the Kenobi series has been pushed, in, but but confirmed for the year 2022. So, yeah, yeah. So that's um. Interesting, and we do have to keep in mind with this that this was created for the uh, event um, in France that did not end up happening, and so of course those the release dates they had scheduled there were set up before, of course, current events, mm-hmm. and so again these could end up changing but this is just what we know from disney plus that they had released and um i think that we could really uh i hope we really get it that soon <laughs> yeah, i mean that's exactly. still a far away but yeah still far but i was hoping yeah. for late 2021 mm-hmm. because right now this is what our schedule looks like guys it looks like we're gonna get we're going to get Cassian Andor next year. Or, uh, sorry, my, my apologies. I, the Mandalorian at the end of this year. Mm-hmm. Cassian Andor next year. And then Kenobi and a movie in 2022. So 2022, if it works out that way, will be a very kind of crazy year in a good way. Right. Like, it'll be a big year for Star Wars yeah. if that ends up being the case. I don't think Cassian Andor will be the only thing we see next year. You know, and I was going to say that too. I don't think so. I think, I don't know what it would be, but I do think they're probably going to shoot something in there. I think we'll, we'll probably see another animated yep. Uh, yep. Ant show, yep. most likely. I know there there have been rumors <clears throat> about getting that at the end of this year, but I could see it being something we get at the beginning of 2021. Yeah. And then late 2021, we get Cassie and Andor. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, 2022 will be packed probably. So Yeah, and that's that was kind of my theory as well. I know that there had been rumors uh, for a uh, Rebel sequel um, show or whatever. Um, and uh, it was supposed to come out like this December. Yeah. Um, but I highly doubt that that's going to happen. And I would not be surprised, like you kind of already mentioned, that was my theory as well. I don't. I would not be surprised if we see that in 2021. And like maybe early to, early to mid-2021, and then later, like, you know, late 2021. And, and you also have to consider that The Mandalorian is probably going to have a third season. <clears throat> well, yeah. And so will that be in will that be in the same slot in 2021 as it as it was in in um, 2019 and as it is planned for in 2020? It's a good question. That's because good if question. so, then that would mean we will get Mandalorian and Cassian Andor potentially and potentially if they continue to want to release the Mandalorian yearly Mm -hmm. for as long as they plan to do it for, I assume they're going to milk it for a while. It's done well. Um, (laughs) then potentially 2022, we could have Kenobi, the Mandalorian and a new star Wars movie and who knows what else, but but, depending on if they're, 
Well, yeah, maybe even see that's the thing. If all of these shows are the beginning of seasons of shows, right. I, I realize some yeah. of them are planning to be potentially just like a one-off season. Like, um, I know there have been talks about. Or I think that's what Kenobi's going to be. It's going to be a one-time, like a one-season show, <laughs> which yeah. I, I have, I have, like, pros and cons about that. Well, right, but yeah. um. But I think so. I don't know if Cassian Andor is going to be that or not. They've not really said. Um, All I'm going to say is if we get more than one season of Cassian and we don't get one more than one season of Kenobi, I'm going to be very honestly. Angry. I think it's likely. I think it's. I think it's more likely we'll get more seasons of Cassian Andor than we yeah. will Kenobi because with Cassian Andor, the the way the story it will I assume be told is that there's a lot they can do with it. There's a lot well, of ways they can leeway to, lead go, way to yeah. go with different places, introduce new yeah. characters and blah, blah, blah. That's true. Where Kenobi it's, it's so much more like sacred, like what you do with <laughs> that it. That is true. I'll, and, I'll give them that. And yeah. there's, there's not as much room to just do whatever. And for however long, cause we yeah. know he needs to be on Tatooine and blah, blah, blah. For a certain period of time. Yeah. yeah so exactly. there's not yeah. as much they can work with there. So I think that's why we'll see one season of Kenobi, but then like, potentially multiple seasons of Cassian Andor mm-hmm. if it is um if it's if it does well which by the yeah. way give us a title for Cassian Andor come on yeah i mean like just tell on. us what it's going to be and maybe they don't know yet but i'd like to i like some kind of like a little sneak not sneak i'm kind of tired of calling sneak. it Cassian Andor yeah like i like the the Kenobi show i want it to be called Kenobi personally yeah. Yeah. i just want it to be Kenobi i don't I think agree. it will be i just because we all call it that so they want to call it something different <laughs> yeah. but um yeah. That's what I would. I want it to just be Kenobi, but the Cassian Andor series needs a name really bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I agree. We need to have some kind of unique title. Probably have something part, to do with Rebels. Yeah, more than likely. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm I'm excited for new Star Wars stuff, but I'm not super. I mean, like I'm not like foaming at the mouth for the Cassian series. I mean, yeah, I'm not either. But but hey, it's Star Wars. But you it's know, Star Wars. We'll, we'll get what we, we take what we get. <laughs> and especially come time for that to release, we'll be really wanting something because. Oh, yeah. You know, it's we're not going to be getting a whole lot. Mm. I mean, because here's as, the thing: we're still post, you know, or like few few months fresh out of, you know, episode nine release. Yeah. Uh, Mandalorian season one. Um, you know, we fresh out of uh, just well, I mean, a few more months after this, but uh, before this, I'm saying, um, the game. Uh, good grief. Jedi Fallen Order. Yes, Jedi Fallen Order. Good grief. Yeah, we're we're about to hit a dry spell. Yeah, for a while. <laughs> as soon as while. as soon as Clone Wars is done, there's gonna be a little bit of a dry spell. I know we're getting Mandalorian season two in the fall, right, right? Um, but there'll be a little bit of a dry spell there, and then after that, it could potentially be a very long very dry spell. Dry spell. <laughs> yeah. Again, if we get celebration this year, which oh, I hope we do, I really hope we do. <laughs> um, if we get celebration, there's there's a lot of um, room for them to like announce a new show for mm-hmm. uh the beginning of 2021 which i think is the plan i really do i think it's another animated show and we'll see it early 2021 um and that will kind of fill in that gap mm-hmm. that would have been there um before they lead into the andor casting andor show in the fall of 2021 so yeah. anyways yeah. let's move we, on we talked on <laughs> talked a lot about that but um We'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on any of that stuff, so feel free to you know comment on our on our episode on Facebook or whatever or Twitter if anyone looks on there. I don't think you do, <laughs> I don't but think so. um, <laughs> and, it's a barren uh, wasteland. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and uh, go ahead and and comment what you guys think about that. We'd love for to sure, hear it from you guys. Sure. So let's go ahead. We're gonna move into our rumors section now, and 
we've got some more uh, news or more rumors about Ahsoka and her um, show and all of that. So let's go into this here. This is coming from the direct and uh, by Pete. And he says here that Rosario Dawson's Ahsoka Tano contract is a Disney Plus multi-show deal. Hmm. Interesting. So basically they're saying gonna be she's gonna be introduced in the Mandalorian as Ahsoka. And then down the road they're going to have a live action series. But they're saying now she could be set to appear in multiple Star Wars live action series. Here's the thing. Potentially, with where the settings of the Kenobi series and the settings of the Cassian Andor series, mm-hmm. she could technically appear in both of those. Yeah, that's a very, very valid point for sure. I mean, I think that I think it'd absolutely be interesting to see her in, in any of those contexts. I mean, just seeing her in live action is going to be interesting enough. Yeah. Uh, even if it's just a, for for an episode, but in, in Mandalorian. But the problem for me is that if we're going to be doing this long term, I think we're going to have to really iron out any of the kinks. You know what I'm saying? Like really, you know, it, it, playing a live action of something that's only been animated is difficult in any anything, let alone something like Star Wars, which is it's a different species entirely. You know what I'm saying? And then also getting that right with making her actually feel like Ahsoka, still have like you know uh, similar look, similar feel, have have a similar voice. You know that's gonna be very difficult. Like I said, even for doing just one episode. You know we talked about this last ep- our last episode, but um, but uh, one thing is is that you know we got. Darth Maul and Solo, right at the very end, right. and it looked really good. It looked great, and, yeah. and the voice matching was perfect. And, and with uh, with uh, with you know, uh, Ray Park. I, my mind is like blank today. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but yeah, well, Ray Park played him. Uh, Sam, Sam Witwer. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm trying. Sam Witwer voiced him, and I, I promise you, I know all these names. I just blanking. I don't even know my own name right now. But Jackson uh, Taylor. Oh gosh, thank you. Right. You're welcome. <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> Um, no, but anyway, my point being is it worked, and I think we mentioned this because it was like one line, and it was re- it would be really easy right. to perfect was, that, you know. And who knows how much time they spent to perfect it too? <laughs> right. You know, we don't right. know. It could have been a while that they really tried to to nail it. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, that's the thing with if we bring in Ahsoka and we don't have Ashley come in and voice it, um, they're going to be able to to use her a lot more. I think. <clears throat> Right, but it's not going to be the same. It's not. And again, we don't know. We just don't know what their plan is. And if it's not the same, I don't think people are going to like it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, there'll be some fans. I'll throw fits about it for yeah. sure. Well, I mean, even for me personally, like, I, I love Ahsoka, but I'm not, like I know there's people who like her a lot more than I do. But yeah. even for me, as someone who's just like a you know, I like her. You know, she's a good yeah. character. You know, I would I would be mad, right? Like I'd be like, man, this is not Ahsoka. I don't. If this is not Ahsoka, I don't want. And that goes for me for really any character. If you're taking a live action character and bring them into animation or vice versa it they need to nail it right like don't yeah. transverse that gap and not make it correct you know that's just the way i look at it with any character 
you know, Ahsoka regardless, you know? So anyway, I just know that someone like me, who's kind of indifferent, I, I mean, I'm leaning more towards like, Oh, I like her, you know, uh, I would be mad. So I'm just saying like, if they don't nail this, it's going to be difficult for them to do it more often in the future. So anyway. Yeah. And I, I don't know that I like the idea of her being in every single live action series that's ahead. (laughs) Right. I think that might be a little much, but but then I think about it. I do want to see her after Return of the Jedi. Oh, yeah. So I immediately am for the Mandalorian appearance because oh, yeah. I want to see where she's at, what she's doing at that point. Yeah. And then I think about the Cassian Andor series. I don't really care that if she's in it or not, mm-hmm. but I see where they could bring her in because um, he was a fulcrum, right? And so, yeah. and she is as well. For yeah. the rebels, yeah, they both have that title at some point, yeah. So I could see that being <clears throat> a way that that kind of links them together. Um, and then, of course, for Kenobi, I would actually love for her to be in Kenobi be for, really for maybe just, yeah. just even a small portion, because yeah. again, you have that that relationship of Obi Wan Kenobi and Ahsoka, and seeing just yeah how they both are dealing with with Anakin and, and kind of coming together, and yeah, it could it could be really emotional, really cool yeah. moment. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, and that's what I was going to insinuate to, is, is interestingly, interestingly enough, we get to see in Clone Wars um, that, you know, it's it's really, it's Anakin and Ahsoka. And Obi is there, but he's just like, this kind of like godfather, yeah. you know. I like that you and, called him Obi. <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. It just <laughs> came out of the heart. Obi. Anyway, Obi. Anyway, um, I'm too lazy to say his whole name right now, so anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the, um, uh, where was I going with that? Oh, right. right. But we Sorry. see him as like this kind of like overarching, just like mentor figure. Like he's not her master. You know, he's not there all the time. But right. but they're but they're close. You know, they have a relationship. Right. But what would be interesting is to take that master part out with Anakin, mm-hmm. and and because Anakin's the bridge between both of those characters. Right. And and you kind of already said it, but like just to see that bridge between them ripped out mm-hmm. and in such a horrible way. Yeah. I would love to see that interaction between them after all this has happened and be like, you know, you know, they're both going to be still dealing with the aftermath of that. And, and then, but then they're going to be able to relate to each other because they both had such a strong relationship with Anakin. And so it just, I, I personally would love to see her appear in it for that reason. Yeah. And I want to see her in the Mandalorian. So maybe I am for her being in all of them. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think, I think I want Mandalorian, you know, quite a bit. Um, I obviously want Kenobi. Um, like I said, I think, you know, I'm kind of agreeing with Cassian. Eh, I mean, it doesn't really matter, but, but it makes sense kind of that she might appear. So yeah, if she's not in it, I won't, I won't bellyache. Um, but, but if she's in it, it would make sense. It'd be cool. So yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, let's go on with the, uh, this kind of within the same thread here. Yeah. Um, but we have some rumors that, um, if Ahsoka, you know, Rosaria Dawson, she comes and plays, uh, Ahsoka live action and she ends up getting her own show, um, that Darth Vader has been rumored to be inside that show. So now that's, that opens a whole new can of worms, right? I think for me, if they don't get Hayden Christensen, I don't want Darth Vader unless they have him like in the suit and they don't show his face. Now, if they just do that, then that's fine whoever they get but i'm like if they're showing his face which i think they should absolutely should yeah Yeah. but um and again this is just rumor obviously but but if it does happen we have to have hayden christensen and he does have to have his his matt well it just depends on when the show is because i remember in in rebels 
um, she's surprised to see that Vader is Anakin. Right. Remember, because it breaks his part of his helmet off. And yeah. Like, so it either have to be what? after that, you know. It, so it'd have to either be after that, or they don't see his face. So it's one of the two. So I mean, I I think it would be really interesting to see them interact in a live action setting. Um, yeah. So I think it would be cool to see it post this, but I don't know how that would work out, frankly. <laughs> yeah. So th- this was from we got this covered, and they they said their source for this was the same. Ones who told them that, and and it's big spoilers for Rise of Skywalker, uh, that Rey would be revealed as the Emperor's granddaughter and Hux as a mole in the First Order. They both got those sources from this same person, Mm. um, and those ended up being true. And so they're saying Darth Vader will appear in the new show. Um, But here's, here's the thing. Right as of right now, it would it seems that the evil Sith Lord will return via flashback to the original trilogy era, where Ahsoka fights him in another encounter. Hmm. Interesting. So what this is implying is that the Ahsoka show takes place after the events of the original trilogy. Okay. So it's still kind of like t- during the Mandalorian era. But Which would make sense for really her then to be in both of the Cassian and Mandalorian. Um. So it, it it's saying that that she's going to probably it most likely kind of um, starts in the Mandalorian and then l- like a plot a side plot and that leads into her show would be my yeah. guess yeah but then but then we get some flashbacks to an encounter that Ahsoka has with Vader during the original trilogy yeah that would be pretty cool I would I would like to see that um, but with that being said though. That would mean then we're not going to see his face. So, well, why could we not see his face? Well, because well, we could see his face because that'd be could, after yeah. that would be after. I think my timelines a little. That would be after the the fight up. in Rebels. Yeah, because Rebels takes place right before A New Hope. Yeah. Well, okay. So I guess that they're within the 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 four, five, six timeline. So like yeah, the, yeah. So like it. the Cassian Andor series, just for everybody. Um, the Cassian Andor series most likely will take place before or during Rebels mm-hmm. because they're kind of in that same era. Rogue One is immediately before A New Hope. Rebels, by the end of Rebels, kind of leads right into A New Hope as well. Mm-hmm. So this Rogue One show or a Cassian Andor show will take place before that even. So maybe a couple of years before A New Hope. So, yeah. um, But then, so this Ahsoka show is uh, seems to be going to take place after return of the Jedi around the same time that the Mandalorian would be taking place, which is six years, I believe after mm-hmm. return of the Jedi. And then of course, which is quite a few years um, before the events of the force awakens. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of in between those trilogies okay. for those that don't. So what's going to be interesting though, is transversing all of those different years. If she is in all those shows, to like see so, the aging difference, right? But it wouldn't be that much because you have yeah. to remember the um, so like from A New Hope <clears throat> to Empire Strikes Back, we have one year or wait three years, three years, yeah. and then between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, we have one year. So that's four years plus six years after that. Mm-hmm. So that's ten years. Um, 
so let's so she'd be ten years older between the Mandalorian and let's say she's in the Cassian Andor series mm-hmm. or Rebels. Let's say Rebels because mm-hmm. that would be a ten year difference there from what she looked like in Rebels to to um, the Mandalorian. She'll be ten years older. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I guess it wouldn't so be they that could, drastic. Yeah, I mean, so they could pull it off pretty easily, I would think, without yeah. making it seem too. Yeah. You know. Well, anyway, I think it would be cool. I mean, again, this is all rumor, but and conjecture, but. If we did get a a Ahsoka series and we did see Darth Vader and, and so on and so forth, I think it would be really cool. So yeah, let's go ahead and move on to our final rumor for this episode. I think are you taking this one off? Um yeah, so Luke Hall joins Cassian Andor. Um, he is set to serve as production designer on the um, upcoming <coughs> Disney Plus Cassian Andor series. He recently served as production designer on Chernobyl, which was a um, a very highly acclaimed series. Yeah. And uh, it actually won an Emmy for Outstanding Production Design. <laughs> so, and so... He's pretty well qualified I mean, then. <laughs> yeah, I'd say he's he's well qualified. Um, he's also serving as production designer on the pilot for the Untitled Game of Thrones spinoff. Mm-hmm. So he's got a... He's got a hand in a lot of big things right now, things that have done well, things that are probably going to do well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think that's a win for the Cassian Andor series for sure. Now, the reason that this is in rumors is because it is an exclusive to DiscussingFilm.net. They are reporting this, but again, as we always say here, we do not consider something news until we hear it from the source. Right. So if Disney isn't telling us, uh, we will not consider it news. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's, <laughs> that's pretty just, much it. I yeah, mean, that's it. just how we that's how we decided to do things around here. So yeah. Um, anyways, that's all we have today for our news and rumors. Um, but we are going into our releases now, and well, guys, there's just not really anything. Um, again, right now, comics are put on hold. Uh, I think our next book release is in May, hopefully. And so uh, it's kind of a dead period right now. But we do have, of course, the next episode of Clone Wars coming out uh, a week from today. It will be episode nine, starting the Siege of Mandalore arc, which I am very excited for. Oh, yeah. I have very high hopes for it. And so uh, that is the only thing we have for releases. But. Of course, make sure on Friday to catch that episode. And now, we will go to our Q&A. Our Q&A for the day. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. So, as you guys know, uh, this is our Q&A segment where every week... Oh, man. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Anyway, um, anyway, we go to a Q&A segment every week where we have a Facebook post asking you all to ask us questions, topics, suggestions, and more. Um, so as uh, you guys already know, we always try to do the three questions, topics, suggestions um, a week. Um, and if you didn't get your question answered, then know that it will be next week, right? You'll be in the queue and you'll be the first one to get answered next week. Um, with that being said, this week's kind of a little bit different. I actually did not post a Q&A forum yesterday because last week we had like 12 questions. <laughs> Which we were very thankful for. Very, very, very thankful for. I think I thought that was awesome. But the reason I didn't post one this week, not to say that we're not thankful, it's just that we just want to make sure we're keeping up with everybody's questions and we're not right. making anybody feel like yeah. they're falling behind or anything. So we'll make another post yeah. uh, Probably Thursday, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. um, we'll answer for this week um, and we'll answer for next week. And that'll pro- that, I think that should catch us up because we did four last week. Yeah. So that should catch us up. But then, so next 
uh, Thursday we will have one. So anyway, with that being said, we'll get right on into the Q&A today. And so this week's first question comes from Andrew's little sister. <gasps> My little baby sister. Grace Gill. Gracie Gill. Wow, that's a cute little cousin of, of mine. Um, oh, yeah, I guess... I, me and Andrew are cousins. I didn't know if anybody knew that anyway. I think maybe we've talked <laughs> about it before. We third cousins. I've I've called I think I've called you my third cousin on yeah, here before. Okay, well but um TMI, I guess. Anyway. <laughs> but my little baby sister Grace. Oh, that's so cute. Anyway, she asks, What are your all overall favorite moments in the movies, books, comics, and games? And really, Grace, I don't appreciate that question because that's just way too broad. <laughs> just no, that's honestly like a really hard question, right? Because like favorite moments of all like i mean everything like movies books comics games like every piece of media that's that's pretty hard that's pretty hard yeah um, that's that's a big i have big, one. Big one i have one um but do you want to go ahead or i mean i, I can go go ahead know? okay so i mean the problem is is that i only had i looked at this question and i had about an hour to think about it and i had so many things flooding into my mind as to what my favorite moments are and stuff but honestly i kept coming back to one because it's something really small like not necessarily it is generic but it's not i think like a lot of people felt the same way but for me this is like one of the first times i ever felt like oh man this star wars thing man this this is cool um but for me what really encapsulated it all was when i first watched Star Wars for the first time. I watched the original uh, trilogy, obviously. Um, I, I started off with episode four. And right off the bat, we get this, you know, the, the space scene where we're seeing, like, these spaceships for the first time. And, and you know, I mean, I obviously wasn't live when it first came out, so it wasn't, like, so jarring, so shocking. You know, I've seen stuff like this before. But it was... Well, let me fast forward. So we see these spaceships, right? Blah, 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 blah. And we get on the Tatooine, and we see Luke and everything. My My... Probably one of my favorite moments that just really reeled me into Star Wars and made me feel like I, this is awesome was when uh, we got to see Luke on Tatooine and that moment where um, we see kind of that silhouette shot where Luke is looking at the dual sunset. Yeah. And for me, that moment right there was when I knew that like, okay, I love Star Wars. Like, because I think for me, it showed, it showed, um, how do I say this? Like, humanity like the simplicity like it was just this this young kid struggling with whatever but yet here he is on this planet that's so different than our own you know and it's it's simple um or let me phrase that uh, it's uh it's familiar but it's different at the same time and that's kind of been the whole thing for me with star wars it's like we have these familiar things that i can like attached to my own life but then it's so wildly bizarre and different with like these crazy planets and species and, and yeah. force and lightsabers and so anyway it's just that that first moment when i watched the movie for the first time i remember thinking like him looking off into that dual sunset dude that would like for me it was so awesome i don't know it was i that was one of my favorite moments um like so there's even greater cooler things that happens in all the books and comics and games and everything but for me, that was the first time I'd ever been introduced, and that just like something that's always stuck with me for sure. sure. So, anyway, what about you? <laughs> well, so man, there's a lot of stuff. It's hard. It's a hard question. Yeah, there's there's just so many different things I could could talk about. I'm gonna mention a couple things really quick. One of the the things that that I loved about Star Wars, and this is kind of maybe a, a strange way to to put it, but was, um, see, I was introduced to Star Wars through my grandma and, and my dad kind of in 
together because um, my grandma had all the VHS tapes <laughs> of Star Wars. Yeah. And, uh, well, one through six. And she had them in her... Um, and like she had this like little cabinet of movies and they were I would see them there listed one or actually it was one, two and and three hadn't wasn't released yet whenever I was started like really watching Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. So it was one, two and then there was four, five, six. And um, and I would take those. My dad was the one that first like, hey, let's watch these. And, and we watched them at my grandma. I think we watched four, of course, first. And um but I, so I would, anytime I was there, I would just take those out and, and look at them and look at the, like, they had like little art pictures yeah. on the VHS, <laughs> each box. And like, yeah. and that for me was one of the, the, the moments I real I realized I was like falling in love with star Wars was just like wanting to just like take them, take the box <laughs> and like look at it. And then I would like pick which one I wanted to watch, you know, and yeah. rewind it so I could watch it again. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. And, um, and so that it's because of my grandma that I fell in love with star Wars. She had all, she had tons of books and stuff. So like that, just that, that relationship there with my grandma and her showing and my dad and, and showing me star Wars is kind of one of the moments I get, I realize that's kind of like not necessarily a moment in star Wars, but that's what one of the things I think about first and foremost and what created that love for star Wars in me, it was because of that. But then going into it, the, one of the, movie moments that really um that I've always loved and another moment that like solidified my love for Star Wars for the rest of my life was in Revenge of the Sith the battle between Obi-Wan and Anakin. Uh, yes, uh 100%. Um that's one of the things I've been going to. No matter what anyone thinks about the prequels like that moment is it's to me is flawless. Yeah. I actually think it's perfectly done i think it was done exactly the way it needed to be mm-hmm. and george lucas uh, you can say whatever you want about him but he knew what he was doing there and their relationship that we had seen and, and you know me being a young impressionable kid <laughs> watching these two characters i grew to love all of a sudden like you know having to attempt fight to, to the death yeah fight know? to yeah. the death was a very emotional moment it was and um even to this day when i watch it i'm like man i just get so emotional yeah and well, honestly for episode three that's that's episode three as a whole was like one thing i was talking about in, in uh order 66 and yeah, the, the right. final battle like those are like heart-wrenching moments that truly like i i thought like oh my gosh this this series i yeah. mean this this saga should i say is insane yeah and so that's one of the moments and then I'm gonna throw in some legends for you guys, uh, and and I've talked about this before, but I'll just I'll just mention it very quickly. But another moment that I, as a as a kid, I played and I realized, wow, I love Star Wars, <laughs> was um, Knights of the Old Republic, playing Knights of the Old Republic and yes. getting the reveal yes, yes. that you, the player, was Revan the Sith Lord, yes. and getting that reveal like halfway through the game, all of a sudden like. <laughs> wait, no, actually you're the Sith Lord and you just lost your memory was a huge, huge moment and like blew my mind and made me sit back and think, I love the Star Wars universe. (laughs) I love everything about it. So those are, those are some moments. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that, that, again, that reveal, that's another one that kind of crossed my mind too. Cause that was, it was just so like jarring and just like, what? I mean, just draw jaw dropping. I mean, so yeah, those are yeah, some and and like back moments, back man. when 
back when that game was out, at least for me, I was too young. I was young. So like I wasn't on the internet and things. So like, you know, these <laughs> days, like you can barely avoid any spoilers, exactly. like spoilers are everywhere. Yeah. But back then, um, you know, you didn't, at least me again, I'm yeah. not, Which the people internet? may have been on the internet, like doing stuff, but I wasn't on it that much at that point. Social media and, wasn't really a big right, right. I mean, it wasn't so, really a thing at that point. Um, so. I can't remember exactly what year Nice World Republic was released, but anyways, so I was, I wasn't on the internet and, uh, there was just, it was just so shocking, so surprising and, uh, just, I love it. Yeah. So. Good stuff. Really good stuff. So let's move on. Um, cause we're about halfway on our times. We have a lot more questions and we have some, our main topic as well, but our second question, but anyway, Grace, thank, good question. Thank you for that. Um, thank you. We're getting all emotional up in our podcast. <laughs> anyway, um, our second question comes from Josh and Birkenshaw. Man, thanks for asking a question. And, and he says, do you guys have a favorite planet in the Star Wars universe or a location from the film or game? Uh, he says, I love Terrace from KOTOR. So, first of all, really cool. Good example. Um, I love Terrace too. Yeah, it's Terrace is a good, good example. But um, for me, I think... Um, let, so let me say this. First of all, four, five, and six was the original trilogy, right? Like it was, and that's what I started off with. And I always have a special place in my heart for the, you know, the OG trilogy, right? Mm-hmm. But I will admit, the prequels though were very much they were geared towards. Not, I wouldn't, I don't want to say they were geared towards kids, but at the same time, it was more action packed, like more high paced. There was more colors, you know, it was bright and flashy, you know. So yeah. as a young kid watching the um, the prequel trilogy as it, they came out, you know, for me, that was very, um, I don't know. It was definitely geared for me, right? Like it was geared when they made it. And so as an impressionable young kid, as they were coming out, I was watching them. It was very interesting to see these. So anyway, say, say, say all that. My One of my, probably my favorite planets was Naboo. I love Naboo. I don't know. Every every time we saw the scenes from Naboo, it was just so beautiful. Right. Um, and then obviously we got to see that scene where you have like Anakin and Padme, and they were just you know rolling in the hay, so to speak. <laughs> Literally, not 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 metaphorically. And um, <laughs> and uh, and they were um, they were just you know playing. And anyway, anyway it's just so beautiful. And I just remember thinking like, oh, that is the most beautiful place. I've ever seen in my life. And I'm like, yeah. I always remember in my mind thinking like, I want to go to Naboo so bad. And like, everything's like super peaceful there. And they had, like, even their animals are not really aggressive. They're not like, you know, they might buck you off. You might, yeah. They might, you might ride them and they throw you off, but they're not like going to eat you or anything. <laughs> so anyway, Naboo for me was a big one that I loved obviously. And this is another really random one. I don't know why I liked this planet when I was watching this, but in episode three, when we, see, when we saw Utapaw, I don't know why I just loved Utapaw. I don't Utapaw. know. Utapau, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> tomato, tomato, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, but in Utapau, Utapau, whatever, um, I thought that was really cool. Um, I, I liked it. I think the people were just really neat, too. They were kind of creepy, but they were kind of cool. But those are from the movies, but from, like, the kind of Legends games or whatever. For me, uh, you mentioned Terrace. Um, also on KOTOR, I love Dantooine. Oh, man. What? That was one of mine. No. <laughs> nice. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, Dantooine was a big one for me. I really enjoyed yeah. Dantooine. But I've talked enough. Go ahead. Tell me why you like Dantooine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like Dantooine because uh, that was where you go in KOTOR to become a Jedi. Yeah. And exactly. so, like, <laughs> and again, for me, um, 
playing role playing as a Jedi was like my thing. I loved playing as a, acting like a Jedi as a kid. So the fact that Natural Republic put you in the shoes like that and it like allowed you to become a Jedi and go through the training and stuff. So you go to Dantooine to to go and and learn from the Jedi Master, the Jedi Council there and all this stuff. And so it immediately became this a place that like attached to me. Oh, yeah. I was like that wow. is that is so cool. Yeah. Um, well, and like, and of course, you're always like on the run. It felt like you was in hiding, and on Dantooine, it was the first time you felt like you were like safe. You're not safe necessarily, but you were there with well, people. Well, back of, like, then, mind, yeah, you know? back then it was this beautiful landscape, these fields yes, and yeah. stuff. Like I realize now, if I went back and played it, but like, like, oh wow, my. looks like a block. But, <laughs> <laughs> but at the time, it looked really cool. Yeah, and it was just like, yeah, it was just it was so neat going through the experience of becoming a Jedi there. Absolutely. Uh, for the movies, I'll go back real quick. In in the movies, um, I I really think that Camino is a really neat oh, yeah. place. Yeah, really I cool. thought that was a really cool place. Um, Mustafar, I love I love Mustafar. Another neat place. Um, and I, I I have a special place in my heart for Tatooine, of course, just because it's you know, mm-hmm. where it started, yeah, absolutely. where it ended. So <laughs> it's, it's, it definitely holds a special place in my heart. Um, but going back to legends, um, my other one that stands out to me is, um, is Korriban and, mm. or Moraband, whichever you want to <laughs> refer to it as, because it's technically both depending on the time period. But, um, which is actually, I guess it's canon now, but, uh, I don't know that it's, a lot of what I love about it may not be necessarily canon anymore, but it used to be a very, um, in, in natural Republic, it was a place full of, of Sith, um, Sith Lord, like tombs and stuff. And Mm -hmm. so, uh, and you go there and you have to, uh, pretend to be a Sith and, and then like, you're kind of like, uh, I forgot about that. Yeah. You gotta gotta go and like, and, and, there's this like potential of you actually becoming Sith because if you f- go through with some of the, some of the <laughs> things they want you to do, of course, you know, that yeah. you start to turn to the dark side. So it's this balance of trying to stay on the light, but not reveal yourself as right. a Jedi. I forgot about that. And so that was again, just another really cool uh, storyline and, and just going there and being in these Sith tombs and finding these old Sith Lords and Sith, like they're, they're, lost relics and things and just another really cool place that yeah. i grew to find to be awesome so there's a lot of good planets there's there's so, so many, many. Cool i mean planets. all of them to me hold some kind of special place because we see you know a scene here or a level there and right. so it, it's really cool i mean there's all there's there's a great virtues to every every planet for absolutely sure. yeah so, um, anyway, so let's go on to our third question that comes from brandon dukes we appreciate you asking a uh, question brother but uh, he says Appreciate you guys getting to my question the other day with an awesome response. You're very welcome. <laughs> Thank you for asking. Um, is there any other relationship and shared force between two sensitive individuals known in canon or the expanded universe? Referring to Ray and Ben. So, first of all, that's a really good question. We appreciate that. Um, so, there is a long and a short to this question, right? So, let's go to the short first, uh, the short part first, and then we'll get to the long part. So short uh, part first is no, there is no, you know, if we're considering just the dyad of the force, there is no other um, recorded 
at least in canon right now, right. Um, uh, there's no other dyad in the force like nothing Ray like Pan. yeah, nothing like them. Now going to legends, there still really isn't. Um, in legends, there is um, there's some hints and there's some things here and there that this happened or whatever. But in terms of like an a strictly like a dyad of the force that you can like transverse time and space and like you know how Ray and Ben they 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 like hand each other lightsabers like that. don't know that we've ever seen that. Even in Legends, like I said, it's been hinted at, but not really. Yeah, strictly. back in Legends, they would co- they would refer to something called a Force Bond, mm-hmm. and like Revan and Bastila had a Force Bond, and mm-hmm. there you know, there are a lot of different characters. I think Jason and Jaina had a, a Force Bond, <laughs> things like that, where they could sense each other and almost like you know talk to each other and different things. Right. But nothing. I still don't know that it's ever been like what we've seen. Right. With with um with Kylo Ren and, and well let me Ray. let me say this you know and that, and that that gets to the the broader the long version of the question so you know I'm saying strictly dyad like that that was spoken of in episode nine that that is pretty much just Ray and Bib, but but a force bond though we see that a lot like he like you know yeah. Andrew just said you know we see like Revan and Bastila we even see like in a sense we see like um you know moving into just, just the original trilogy we see Luke and Leia you know they're 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 twins brought forth by a very strong force user they both have the force and they share a strong force bond now yeah. not necessarily a dyad so to speak but a very strong force bond yeah. um also we see the like I, I this may not be their official title so forgive me if it isn't but like the the eternal twins in uh the old republic game so not canon but but we see like the two twins and they're very strong on the force, so they have kind of a bond as well. Um, and especially after you know, um, you know, the one dies, the other like pretty much goes crazy. So you can see that like there's like this disconnection when he died. Um, and so I'm trying to think of there's oh, and then you know Andrew mentioned it before the episode and kind of brought it to my attention again. But uh, you know like Ezra and Maul like in, in Rebels, they yeah. have a bond so to speak when they deal with that holocron, right? And then it, after it like blows up or whatever, they they end up. Like one, even once Maul's gone, uh, Ezra kind of continues to have like some hallucinations and things, and there's this until until Maul is is killed, and and then it goes away. Right. And so there's clearly something there that that linked them together after that, and you know, the the dyad, I mean, we still don't necessarily understand exactly what happened there, but. As far as we know, it was created by Palpatine, right? So, so well, here's the thing. I don't know that it was. I don't know that we actually know that, though, do we? Because well, that's just what he said. Well, that's what he said. And that, well, I'm well. That's what Snoke said. But well, yeah. So, so I will say this: like you know, the dyad was a big thing within the Sith cultists, and um, that we got to see all the cultists in Episode Nine. But uh, that was a, one of their prophecies that there would con- soon come uh, those who are connected in the Force via the Dyad. Da 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 da. Um, in fact, in, in in Episode Nine, we get to see a um, a quote, or we get to hear a quote, should I say, from Darcidius, and he says, "The life force of your bond, a Dyad in the Force, a power like life itself." And then, so here's here's this. So this is technically canon, right? Because he said it in the movie, "A unseen for generations." So. We don't know who it was, but according to what Palpatine said in the movie, which makes it canon, there has been a dyad before, generations before, but it doesn't. We don't really know who that was, right? They never really mentioned that, and 
in Legends, we do know, and so this is Legends, this is not canon, but we do know that Plagius, which is Sidious's master, you know, Plagius tried to create a dyad in the Force with him and Sidious, which failed. And then Sidious tried to create one with him and Vader, which failed. Um, so who, who he was referring to in generations past or whatever, we don't know. So, but that is canon, though. I guess now that there was someone else who had a dyad, two people who had a dyad, but we just don't know who it was. But to kind of, we're getting <laughs> pretty deep here. Um, but to answer your question, the best of our ability, as of right now, in canon, there was a dyad, but nothing quite like Ray's and Ben's. Um, and, but outside of a, a dyad, um, there has been many people Many people have, yeah, shit, have force, force bond. bond. So, yeah, yeah. anyway, let's go on to our final and fourth question for the week, and that comes from Kristen Perry. Thanks for asking, Kristen. And she says, "You have already talked about potential series, movies, and books about certain characters. Um, and what character? But what character would you personally like to see in a series or movie or book? And also, uh, what type of previously said media would you like to see that character to be shown in?" So, um, yeah, we kind of have talked about this before. Um, honestly, I don't, I don't really remember what I said. Um, <laughs> but, um, for me, I mean, a lot of characters that I really care about, I care about them because they're already in movies, books, comics, right? Yeah. Um, and I, I think this might've been what I said last time, but this is, keeps popping in my head and I just want to see it so bad. I want to see a little mini series of Malakili. <laughs> <laughs> which yeah. for those of you who don't know in Return of the Jedi he's the Rancor Wrangler uh so to speak or Rancor keeper um in um um which we we do Top get one Palace. we do get a little short story about him apparently yeah I, yeah I have not read that I guess I I yes. need to read that we get we get some sh- a short story about him in the Aftermath series I just want to know oh, wait. was it the Aftermath series now I'm questioning myself I believe it's the Aftermath series yeah anyway Wherever it's at, I'll try to find it because I I, I do want to read it. Cause I don't know. It's just so. I just remember watching Return of the Jedi and just thinking yeah. it's just so absurd. Just this big fat guy with a leather hat, like draping hat. He's like weeping yeah. because this monster just died. I'm pretty sure it's, so I'm pretty sure it's aftermath series because it deals with with him dealing like with his <laughs> loss of his rancor. See, so. but that's the thing. I don't really care what happens after that. I mean, I mean, oh, I do, okay. but I want to see him like grow up and like. <laughs> Begin to train. Where did he tra- training to, to, to handle rancors? Like that's yeah. what I want to know. How did he get on with Jabba? Like how how I mean, because listen, you know that dude that trained that rancor from birth. That's why he was crying because that oh, yeah, he they loved had, that they rancor. Yeah. I want to see it so bad. So in terms of media, I don't want it to be a big thing. I want it to be just like a small mini series, like maybe just a couple episodes of like a live action or maybe even animated. I don't even care. Just something small. So also on that same thread, you know, Slacious Speed Crumb. I think it'd be so fun. So fun. I think you just want a Jabba, Jabba's, Jabba's Palace, Palace Jabba's series. Jabba's Palace series. Yes, that's a great idea. Yes. Oh, that, I didn't even think about it. That's exactly it. It's just called Jabba's Palace, and it yes. just deals with different Dude, characters. It could be like a from sitcom. The, yeah. Yes. <laughs> it could be like the, like a, yes. the Office type um, oh my comedy. It's like, it's like uh, you know. <laughs> Dealing with the everyday everyday affairs of Jabba's like, Palace. You know, yeah, it's like, I can just imagine like yes, Malakili and, and Jabba in the room. Jabba's like, oh, go knock on it. And then it flash frames to like Malakili in front of I just don't know what he wants anymore. <laughs> I would love it. I would love it. I didn't even like think about this until you just said I'd that. I'd watch it every week. Oh, I would tune in. If anyone from Star Wars or Disney is listening, please, please, I will give so much money to watch this. Please. <laughs> anyway, so Andrew, 
<sighs> you got me all flustered. Anyway. I'm sorry. Anyway, to answer to answer Kristen's question, who would you if you uh, who would you like to see as a character in any of those previously said medians? My answers are way more generic. Um, I just i I want uh, Darth Revan. Oh well, yeah, naturally. Give me Darth Revan. Give me Darth Bane. Those are the two I want. I don't care in what form you give it to me. You can give it to me in any form. Yeah. But give me more stories of of those two in canon. Those are those that that's my answer. It's very simple. All I've right. said it before, but I uh, and if if I want to throw, I'll throw in one more thing. Give me more stories. Um, give me more novels with Obi Wan Kenobi in it. All right. We don't uh, have a whole lot of novels. Give that us deal with give him, us so. Bane, Revan, Kenobi, and Jabba's Palace, or we'll riot. So. <laughs> Java's Palace sitcom. We need it. <laughs> we might want it so bad. I never even thought about it until you said that. That sounds so amazing. Okay, anyway. Well, everybody, um, we're going to move on because we're getting kind of close on our time. <clears throat> but with that being said, we just want to thank everybody again so very much for yes, thank uh, you. asking questions. It's honestly a true pleasure uh, to have everybody ask these questions. It's so fun. It, and it's it's a, such a great feeling that, you know, we're, we're, we are 12 weeks into this. Yeah. And we're still getting questions every week. Yeah. And that just yeah. means a lot to well, us. And, and that means a lot to us, but it also shows that you guys are real fans. Like, you, you just want to hear more about Star Wars. Yeah. And that's what's cool. It's not just people listening that... I don't even know who else would be listening, <laughs> but but just to know that the people who are listening are people who want to hear about Star Wars, and uh, you guys care about Star Wars. Yeah. We care about Star Wars. Hey, we're and a great so, match. <laughs> yeah, we're just uh, all one big family talking one about Star family. Wars. So. Anyway, yes, I agree. And uh, again, we just we can't thank you enough for continue asking questions. And uh, we got four more for next week. Yeah, and you ask. know, and and I've never talked we haven't talked discussed this at all, but I'm going to just bring it up right now. One day at some point, we've talked about maybe doing like a live show at some point, like yes. doing like a live yes. stream type thing. You guys can like yes. have input with us directly live. We'll probably do that in the near future. Yeah. I would love to get and we'll have to we'll have to talk to him about. It, but I would love to get Josh and Birkenshaw on 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 with us. Yeah, I want to talk. I want to talk to him. I want to get like a lot like him call in or something. Like I want to yeah. talk to Josh and Birkenshaw. We could probably do that. And I want to talk to um, our other buddy um, Noah. Noah. Yeah. I want to get Noah on the show as well. Talk to talk to those guy two guys yeah, who have been there for us. Yeah, uh, you guys. They've have been just there been since right the there, man. like just cheering us on. I want to get them on our first live show. So you, if you guys are listening, you you know. Uh, email us about that or DM us, whatever, if you're interested in, in doing that with us. baby fun. Yeah. But yeah, uh, there's a lot more things in the future. If you guys continually want to get new stuff from us, uh, we are more than willing to do it. You know, we're, we're satisfied with just doing the podcast, but if you guys want to start seeing some live streams um, where you guys can join us or we can do some live stuff where like you, people ask questions, we can answer them just live. Yeah, and you know what? This is actually, maybe we should do this. Again, I'm like throwing out my ideas on <laughs> on our, which maybe that's a bad, bad business move. But um, <laughs> maybe we should just throw up a poll when we're done today. Throw mm-hmm. up a poll of a, co- a couple of different ideas we've discussed and see what people want to see the most. Out yeah. of, like maybe if we're yeah. if we v- venture out a little farther past our podcast to do something else, yeah. we can see what people would be most interested in. And we're still pretty obviously we're only twelve episodes now, so we're, right. we're 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 just throwing some stuff out there. But I mean, eventually, if you guys would like to see this, we would love to open it up. Like I said, for the live sure. streams, we like maybe even maybe do some like YouTube videos. Or- yeah. Yeah. Or um, maybe, like I said, if it gets even further into it and you guys just want to see us, like maybe do some like, uh, you know, some uh, 
Star Wars like gaming stuff. I don't know. Sure. Who knows? But anyway, yeah. up to you guys. Maybe you guys are like you we could guys do are we could do a nice and... old Republic playthrough yeah. for you guys. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> that would be really fun. You guys are probably thinking, no, we do not want to have anything else from you, and that's perfectly fine. We're gonna cry ourselves to sleep, but just let us know. One um, hour long <laughs> podcast is already too much. I can't handle it. I'm just here for the Star Wars. I don't want anything to do with you. If it was 45 minutes, it'd be a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> That's a terror coming out of y'all. <laughs> I can't comment on that. Oh, she ain't listening this far. You know, we just make I can't, I'm not commenting on that. Not this time. Oh, not this time. Okay. Well, let's move on. Um, <laughs> oh, we're getting uh, wild my, up here. Uh, uh, let me Let me say... My wife is is one of my biggest supporters. She does love the show. She does. She she shares it and, and she does. And she really does. We just like to tease her about it. We just like to tease her because that one because that one just time horrible comment. That one time. <laughs> just kidding, just that one time she made a comment and we just will never let it go. <laughs> we appreciate you, Tara. Thank you for supporting. Yes, us. thank you. All right. Um. So let's move on to our main topic for this week, and that is uh, talking or about a review. So spoiler alerts for uh, Clone Wars season seven. Episode 8, Together Again. We're going to be Together talking about that again. today. So if you have not watched it yet or you don't want to hear uh, any spoilers, um, please just, you know, you can close off now. We uh, hope you come back again and listen to it when you get done. So. <laughs> but anyway, so we're going to get into that. To be honest, I think a lot of times, uh, or like, like a lot of times before, there's just not a lot to talk about on this episode. Um, you know, we actually did a poll last week um asking if you guys liked it and a lot of you guys said you really liked it so once they're off the bat we're not trying to crap on the the show if you guys like it you know what I'm, saying? I'm not that's not our point we're just saying from our perspective there's just not a lot of stuff that we love about it so far yeah, yeah i don't know what to I, say about it, well know? so like we got a lot of comments and people were saying they loved it and i'm like well, that's great yeah that's i'm awesome. glad you love it just I'm, us, you know, I'm a I was pleased to see how many of you guys are enjoying it and we're just saying, yeah, I love it. And, and, and that's great. I just, again, and I think maybe, uh, just because the, because of the platform we're on, what we're doing, like maybe we're being a little more critical. Uh, that's what I was thinking too. And, yeah. um, then we would have been, had we just been a viewer and not had any place to really like mm-hmm. talk about it or want to tell people about it. Mm-hmm. But looking at it a little more critically, I think, I'm just disappointed on what they've done so far. And this episode continued that for me because without even like just looking at the the big picture of this episode, we started where we started in the, at the beginning of the previous episode Mm -hmm. and they kind of deal with like escaping them again. Mm -hmm. And then we get, um, Moving all the way to the end of the episode, or well, we get one appearance of Maul for a little yeah, bit in the middle, like a just like a, a tiny little thing, and then at the end, the man uh, Bo-Katan comes and tells Ahsoka they need her help to defeat Maul, and like that's that's the lead up. Yeah. <laughs> Why did we have a four episode arc where we don't we didn't really get the lead in to the 
into the final arc until mm. the the last episode and it's just a tiny little portion that yeah uh, why couldn't it have been a bigger lead in i guess yeah. is my thing why couldn't it have why couldn't this story played more of an important role into the next arc exactly and you could say well it deals with the the syndicate and blah 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 well but yeah but that's just, it doesn't really but what does that do though? it doesn't really you know matter that much you yeah. know and it's like the the two trace and um rafa and rafa Honestly, and maybe some people will be offended by this, but I think they're throwaway characters. Oh yeah, hundred percent. They, I did not, I don't feel anything for them at all. Yeah. And unfortunately, I feel like they had a lot of cheesy lines and things, and I just, yeah. I just didn't really like them that much. And so, I and and I thought this arc was going to deal with Ahsoka really, like, struggling with her decision. Mm-hmm. struggling with where she needs to go, what she needs to be. And like this arc lightly hints at that stuff, but never truly gets into the, to the like thick of it yep. and really um, like dives into her, where she's at and what, yeah. and where she's headed. It never really deals with it that much. And I think that's what this needed to be. And, yeah. but instead what we got was Ahsoka's going, Oh, I don't know that I can, I don't know if I want to do that. And then Trace is like, oh, I think you, I think you, or what was it, Rafa, maybe. One of them's like, oh, but that's what you're, that's like what you're meant to be or meant to do. Was, oh, oh, okay. What does she say? Let's let's back up here and just say this. It was Rafa. But the entire time, Rafa's like against um, Ahsoka the entire time. Like she hates Ahsoka. Like she don't trust Ahsoka. Now, I, I do get that she kind of like sacrificed herself in a sense and, and Rafa respected that. But all of a sudden, even post that, you know, she was still being kind of cynical or whatever. And just, I know where Rafa's just like, you need to go do it because that's what you're meant to do. Yeah. And, and like, then Ahsoka's like, okay. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> hey, what? So you're doing it because this random woman that, that you met you, like a couple you know? days ago yeah. tells you that's what you're supposed to do. So you're just like, okay. Uh, I, I wish uh, there had yeah. been more conflict or like a, a more internal struggle with like her and the Jedi and what she needs to do. And yeah. I, I wish it had been a more important character that had convinced her she needed to go and do it yeah or events that convinced her she needed that she couldn't run from that you know like that's something that her she's a natural hero you know Mm -hmm. she has inside of her a a natural unescapable um want want to help people yeah and that's what I wanted it to be because because of that, that she decides, you know what, I have to do this, even though I ran from the Jedi and I might have to deal with the Jedi again. Mm-hmm. I can't escape this. I have to, to go and help. Yeah. But instead it was like, oh, I don't know. And then and then Rafa's like, you should go do this. And then she's like, OK, I'll do it because Rafa told <laughs> it me just, that. It just I, felt because well, here's the thing, like it, it felt like for me, it undermined everything that happened. And was it season five is when she left, right? The end of season five, or is it yeah, season end of season five. five. So, it felt like it just, it just, it just undermined everything because, like, for Ahsoka, there was such a hard decision leaving the order. It was such a, a horribly difficult thing that she's leaving everything that she's known and loved and aspired to be because she truly felt betrayed, and she's leaving because she feels like the Jedi Order is not what it's used to be or what it's supposed to be. And like that was like such a deep moment. And I remember her walking away from Anakin down the steps. Like I, the first time, I, I was like, I like almost cried. Like I, I tears like well on my like this was an emotional moment. 
Yeah. That was good writing. But then on this mm. one now, she she's not, I mean, she Rafa didn't convince her to rejoin the Jedi Order. So that's not what I'm trying to get at. But at the same time, she's afraid to go with Bo-Katan and go to the Mandalore, you know, to, to Mandalore, um, because she's afraid it might lead her back to the Jedi. So in a sense, it's kind of like as if she's making that choice, okay, I might lead back to being a Jedi a little bit. And, and <clears throat> I agree. I feel like a person of great significance to her should have convinced her of that. Not just some random character that hated her the entire four episode arc. Well, like, I mean, how much more emotional and impactful would it have been? Had she been like, they, they ask her to do it and she's struggling with it and she contacts Obi-Wan. Yeah. And like someone that she's close to, but you know, she doesn't feel like she can talk to Anakin because she, you know, gave her a lightsaber and walked away from him and all that. Yeah. Someone like Obi-Wan that I feel like she probably could still talk to and be like, you know, this is what they're asking of me. Should I do it? You know, kind of like looking for that guidance and then, you know, and having that. I would even go even further. Like, okay, for instance, like, um, you know, her and Barris off, offy, offy, mm-hmm. whatever. Offrey, what I mean, Barris, whatever, before she got, you know, crazied up, you know, uh, she was very good friends with her. And so they're, therefore her, Barris, Anakin and, and Luminara all kind of bonded a little bit in that, especially in that one episode. Right. But what would have been interesting is like kind of as an impartial party, like contact like Luminara or something like that. And like, they said, Hey, you sure. know, you know, I'm really dealing with this, struggling with this, you know, what, what are your thoughts on this? And of course, Luminara is going to like tell her to come back to the order or whatever, but like, as an because imp- Luminar is very like orderly, you know, she's not emotional, you know, blah blah blah. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, remember when they uh, uh, Trace and Rafa were talking about this Jedi? I'm pretty sure that was Luminara. I think it was Barris. Oh, really? Was it? Is it like Jedi with big flowing robes and stuff like that? And, or like I think it was because it was they were talking about they because they they like. I'd have to go back and look, but it, it was like a negative thing, though, right? Well, I don't like, think Luminar would. She was have been... being very unemotional. And just said, uh, "The Force will be with you." Like parents died, and they're like, "Oh, the Force will be with you," and just walked off. That's why I thought it was Luminar because she said something about being green, yeah. and then and then like she's very unemotional. I'm like, "Oh wait, that might be Luminar." I anyway. took it as Barris, but maybe yeah, okay. Maybe well, it, not... it doesn't matter. Well, I was just being. I have no idea. I'm just rumoring, rumor mongering. Well, right. right well, now. there's no real way to <laughs> know for sure. I, well, unless you go back and watch the episode, maybe it. I'm not sure who's there for that, but it was just Trace Rafa and so. Good. No, no, I'm talking about oh. the the episode from the first season that that, that that's referring okay. to. I see what you're saying. Anyway, but my whole point is just that Luminar is very kind of like no motion, just like you know. So uh, from coming from that perspective, and they have that connection between her and Barris and blah, blah blah. I think it would just been very interesting, like someone who she respected, a Jedi Master. Yeah. You know, it would have been very interesting. So. <clears throat> to wrap this up well and 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 i'm sure you know some people might be like you you could say this is a kid's show you why are you you know <laughs> well listen yeah it is a kid's show but this is what we do all this right is just, this is our job all right <laughs> this is what we do we overthink yeah. it we talk about <laughs> what what we'd like to see what could have happened what did yeah. happen and you know they have they've clearly chosen to be very very simple i mean that's honestly um, how I would put this season so far. Yeah. It's very simple. Yeah. It's not, it's not that complex. There, it, it is not the mortis, the mortis arc, right. you know, it's exactly. not, um, it's not some of, it's not the world between worlds and rebels. Yeah. No, uh, not di- you know, deep diving into star Wars lore. And, yeah. You know, blah, this blah, blah, blah. so far we've gotten very 
simplistic storylines, which is fine. Um, they've clearly decided that this is still a, a, a show for kids, even though they know that most of their viewers are adults. They, it's the, it's the route they've chosen to take. Yeah. So I think we need to set our expectations for this next arc mm -hmm. because I have so many expectations <laughs> right. for, for the final arc right. that I think I'm going to be disappointed if I don't set those back a little bit, because clearly from what we've gotten so far, it's, it, I don't think it can drastically all of a sudden change in this final arc. Um, and if it does, I still think it's kind of going to be a negative for the whole season because it mm -hmm. was so uneven. And so... Well, and I think the problem is, is and we... <clears throat> I think we said it last week. Um, and uh, But I think the, 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 there's one key word here that can sum up our, our disappointment. It's not that we're trying to be over cynical, but the word is expectation, yeah. right? And I think, uh, in fact, actually, we did that that uh, that little kind of post on Facebook last week, asking if people liked it. And uh, I remember somebody said something about. I think yeah, maybe it was Brandon Dukes. I think is what he said as well. He's saying like how he he had big expectations. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I think it was him. Anyway, my point is is that I think we're on the same line on that. Is that we expected it. I mean, because you go back and rewatch season five and season six, and then you tell me that this is a kid's show. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. they made conscious decisions to, like, have these some crazy, deep, emotional stories, adding crazy things to Star Wars lore. And it's like, it's almost like they went episode one, two, three, four, five, six, and then seven. You know? Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's almost like season seven is like coming off of season one, two, and three. And like season seven was supposed to be there, like in terms of action, lore, writing, things like that, you know, because season five and six built up in the, the writing and everything, the emotion was just so strong and, and it was just, it was crazy. And then now that's why I think, so we, I think like I was waiting for this insane crescendo of lore right, and emotion right, yeah. and mm -hmm. writing all coming together for this culmination leading up into episode three of the actual uh, saga. Yeah. And, and, and that's not what we're getting. And, and you know what, at the end of the day, that was their decision. We can't change that. Yeah. Now, I think, I, I still think that this final arc is that. Well, and that what, might be. What, what you just be. said, what you expected this season to be, I think that this final arc is meant to be that. I still do believe that is there. But why Why the final arc instead of, why not the whole season? You know, mm -hmm. why, why right. just the final arc? Right. Why did we get what we got? It almost just feels arcs. like they're, they're just trying to get it over yeah. with. But anyways... So Guys, anyway. you you've you've heard us rant about this last week <laughs> right. and uh, and weeks before that, and I don't want to spin our tires too much, but yeah, and, and I think I just want to say at the end of the day, we're not haters, right? Like the reason we're no, being so we're, cynical is because we love Star Wars. Yeah, we're, I'm not hating it at all. I mean, I'm still watching it. Oh I'm yeah, continue every to watch week. It. I, I I come with bated breath. <laughs> Will I go back and watch these episodes? Probably not. Yeah, but probably um, not. I. We'll just see where this arc goes. Well, yeah. next week I'm very curious how what we're going yeah. to be talking about. So on as this first episode, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm excited to see what goes on. Um, but as passionate Star Wars fans, we're excited to see what comes in the future. Like I said, yeah. that, I just want to reiterate that that the reason we're being so cynical is because we're so passionate about what we're watching. Right. You know, yeah. it's not that because we're like, oh, we're just trying to point out the flaws. We just yeah. I want to state that. So anyway, but. Uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to conclude today. We're excited what we're going to see in the future, but we just want to thank everybody so much for listening uh, today. And yeah, we're a little long today. A little long, a little long, but you know what? What else do you have to do? So. <laughs> <laughs> we're all stuck at home anyways, right? 
But we want to thank you so much for your continued uh, continued support to, to this podcast, and we absolutely love uh, hearing from you guys, and we look forward to continually hearing from you. Uh, please like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter for weekly news, polls, discussions, and more. Um, also follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Please leave a review for us. We love to hear from you, good, bad, or indifferent. Um, in fact, also, um, and this is something we've uh, neglected to mention in a couple weeks, you know, in a row now. But uh, please also, if you want to, go uh, follow us in um, on uh, on YouTube. Um, we actually do have our, some of our episodes on YouTube and uh, we don't have all of them because there's a weird mix up and we're trying to figure out how to get that on there. <laughs> but we have like, yeah. I think for episode six or seven all the way up till now, we have them on there. Um, so if you have any friends, cause I had some people talking like, oh, I don't really listen to Spotify. I don't listen to pod or, you know, uh, Apple podcasts, but I do yeah. listen to YouTube if you can get them on there. So, yeah, so you can listen to on YouTube. There's no video as of right now in the future. We might start, um, yeah, doing, doing the podcast with video feed so you guys can watch us if you want i don't know why in the world you'd want to we are devilishly uh, good looking but we are sitting there like in a hobbled corner in his house like well we'd we'd have to make it look a little better if we were gonna do that probably (laughs) probably wait till we get this uh, special room that he's yes we're trying to get together as like our actual podcasting room right yeah eventually we'll have that so then (laughs) maybe in the future we'll have video right so anyway again guys appreciate you listening follow us on spotify apple Podcasts, youtube leave us comments reviews we'd love to hear from you and but last but not least may the force be with you and we thank you for joining jedi eternal Mm